Hey there, it's Melinda from Hope When There Was None. I am a survivor of both childhood abuse and later domestic violence. I've been free since 2009 and have been sharing my story and much recently sharing stories from others in order to inspire, empower, and educate. So if you found any value in any of these episodes, please do me a favor and share. Maybe somebody needs a dose of positivity to know that they're not alone. My goal is to break open the darkness and to let there be light. Have a great rest of your day and thanks for tuning in. Bye. Hey there, it's Melinda and I'm coming on with one. If you have children around, please don't listen to this. And it also might be triggering for some. Now, I do get a question pretty often when I'm sharing my story because I do bring this up. And what is BDSM? And actually, the title of my book, which is no longer available in print, but if you're interested, you can message me privately. It is Call Me Master. So if that gives you an idea of what it can be like, there you go. So BDSM, it's bondage discipline or domination and sadomasochism so we have what we have there is usually where someone is the person that is i don't want to call it inflicting but is at that role of a person that's in control and they might call it a dom or and you're the victim i hate to call it a victim but that other person again this is all consensual that other person is submissive so it's where you're using your bodily sensation, your your, your mental, your physical, uh, maybe it's humiliation, but you're using that for some sort of pleasure as well. Who one or the other is getting pleasure out of it, both of it, excuse me, out of this, or maybe both are. Now, and where it gets a little hairy is, I'll get to that in a little bit, but it's a form of an exchange, a power exchange, where both people should feel empowered. I, I know that sounds very weird, but both of them should feel empowered. It creates some sort of excitement or an excitement with your partner, you know, spices things up. So what's happening, and if you've seen Fifty Shades of Grey, have heard of Fifty Shades of Grey, you've you've seen mostly excitement or, or friends might be saying, Hey, I did a 50 shades on my date, you know, that sort of thing. So it's creating excitement. It's something different, but you have a level of trust with your partner or you should, you should be able to talk about this before you actually dive into this realm. This person, or excuse me, both are able to maybe uh, fulfill fantasies if you've had that. And again, you can add some spice, but again, there's an open communication. You're going to support each other. You are going to have boundaries as well and know, okay, this is my limits. I'm not going to be able to do this. You can see that on this person. You're watching this person's body as they go through it and what their body language is, what their facial expressions are. And this person's asking you all along, too, as you're going about, hey, are you okay? Is this okay? Is this all right? So you have that boundaries. You have that maybe a safe word. And I especially do say that you should use a safe word. You're also using, with that bondage, maybe what they call it role play, toys. They are, again, restraints, something to that level. Now, where it becomes abusive, and I'm not in this lifestyle, so why I share it is because to some degree, my then partner wanted to assume the position of master. 
And again, that's where my book title comes from. And I could not do it without giggling. I had to giggle. So, of course, I got me into a lot of trouble. Now, um, toys would include, uh, for us, it was a paddle. Uh, it would also leak out of the bedroom to where I was getting spankings in front of my children. And he was encouraging them to spank me as well. Mommy's being bad. She's not listening. Uh, you need to, I need to spank her, but here, I want you to spank her. And he would show them how they wouldn't do this. Of course, you know, they'd cry. And there was further humiliation where he would use um, different items, household items. The, my, if I showed any tears, again, this is getting a little, a little personal here and I don't I've only shared this with a handful of people so high household items food items and the humiliation with using all those since it wasn't consensual it was in many times a form of it was rape um, because I wasn't consenting I would say no I would cry no I would scream no I would fight back and that's where it becomes abuse abusive when you're that person is not saying yes I want to do this you know first you get these little fantasies these tan tan tantalizing things in your head like okay but then it would come to the point where it would just be borderline or it would be abuse so this person is you're causing mental or physical or emotional damage to or harm to your other person that's supposed to be again a consensual thing and it's taking away your person that person's power and they are left humiliated they're left to feel powerless especially again if you have that safe word and you're saying it or you're saying no and that other person that dominate dominating par partner is um, still going along with it nobody knows let's say you're really getting into it and that excitement with some people it's excitement and it's not just a sexual thing. They are doing it for their partner to see, to elicit their response and to get that partner to climax or to get whatever they get out of it. So it's not necessarily bringing a sex. It's not always a sex thing. I, I know that might be hard to wrap your mind around. This also, when it's not consensual, it's destroying any form of trust that you have. And it can be cruel and violent. It can be that you're not feeling supportive. You're not able to talk. You're not able to voice your opinion. And, and that's where it becomes, again, where it becomes abusive. When you have all those things, you're not in agreement. You're not checking in with a person. You're, you're not hearing that person. So with all of the setup, you might feel guilty. You might feel that um, I cannot, cannot talk or this person is getting more out of it than I am. And so you are quiet. You might go within yourself just so you don't say anything and bring it out. So, I mean, there are some differences. And it, it's when you are doing this together, when you are doing it as, as a partnership, that's not abuse. It's abuse, again, when it becomes where you're not listening to your partner. So there are some big differences. They are some, there are some healthy exchanges that you can have. But again, it can be potentially, potentially um, harmful. It could be potentially to where somebody gets um, killed. You don't know. I'm not going to get into what they call a kink or what the different types are. I don't want to make it into that because if you go onto the internet right now, you will, and please don't, there are so many different things out there that I know myself has personally just innocently scrolled and look and just, I am 
to some degree disgusted because there's a lot of bestiality out there too. And I, please tell me, I don't have to describe that to you. And please do not Google that. It's, let's just say it's with animals and people. Let's leave it at that. So there is a, a point where, okay, this isn't fun anymore. And that person's not listening to you. Now, I do encourage that communication, um, whether, and some people want a slave because there is a slave and master thing too. That's where my relationship with my ex was going, where he wanted to bring in somebody as our slave. And it was, I was disgusted. I was feeling very small. I didn't feel like I had a voice and I didn't feel like I had a choice. Most of the time there were consequences if I didn't do what he wanted me to do. If I didn't wear what he wanted me to wear, whether that was to just get the silent treatment, which was fine with me, whether that was to withhold meals from me, whether that was look like um, further punishment sexually. And the more I cried, I was trying to get to this later. Sorry, I had a brain fart. Um, the more I would cry or, or beg, that would excite him more. For him, it was all a sexual thing. And it was very exciting for me to fight back for him, to him. Um, and so a lot of times I just laid there or I would just do what he wanted to do. And I would do that just so he would get done. I, I would be so thrilled, like, okay, not thrilled, like turned on, just really happy that, okay, it's done. And it might take a few minutes. It might take hours. A lot of times these things happen either under the guise of night or when the kids were at school. So they didn't ex have to, thank goodness, experience some of what I was going through. Um, now, I'm not going to go ahead and further woulda, shoulda, coulda. But there came a point where I could not wait for him to find somebody. And uh, he had been stepping out for a while, but I couldn't wait for him to find somebody. So he, because when he did, he was nicer. And he was nicer to me. Now, when we had what my sister wife in, because there we go with that slave. When she came in, I was so happy to have her around because he was nice. When he when she wasn't around, he was back to the same old Rob. He was back to doing the violent things that he could. And I don't know if it's just like he was waiting because she wouldn't put up with it. So maybe then he could take it out on me. I'm not quite sure. And I don't know. You know, even if I try to guess what was going on in his mind, I can't. I, I just can't. I can't. And I feel ashamed. I feel a lot of guilt for not getting out. But again, a lot of that stuff I've already reconciled with because I can't take it back. I can't do it now. All I can do is push forward. Now I did have, I'm going to call it a session with somebody that um, I trust and I know that is in the BDSM lifestyle. From people I've met on this journey since speaking out about the sexual abuse and as well as the other, I have learned that there are many hurt people that are in this lifestyle. 
not just in the lifestyle, but there's just a lot of hurt people out there. Now, some people turn to this because they want to feel that control. They want to feel that power that comes from dominating. And then there are some that end up in that submissive role. And again, this is there's that role play. Um, and there's what they call switching. And, and there's more. But without getting into too much of that, again, I didn't want to dive into this world that much, but I was still, after I left my ex, was still thinking that me getting abused, physically harmed, was a form of a thrill. That I would, that's what love was about. Again, I had a, a porn addiction too, where I would see those images and think that's love, and that's not love. I had to, you know, I really had to dig into my faith to learn one that's not God had for us. This is not what this is for. This is for two people to come together, to man and wife to come together, man and woman, and to share this. What is a beautiful act? It's a beautiful act of love between two people. Now, going back to my friend with him, and I was with Mr. Awesome, Terry was with, and um, he did the role play, and he asked if he can do a... Um, paddling but they called it what flogging and um I don't even know what else he did I kind of like tuned out I was dissociating during that but he did keep asking me are you okay are you okay and it got to I don't even know time just like froze I don't even know how long we were doing this but I do know towards the end I just broke down and started crying and Brian oh sorry well Brian now you know he stopped and he asked me if I was okay, and I just had little tears, but when Terry and I were alone, I just really broke down, and I recognized and realized that's not love. That wasn't anything that I liked, and it also triggered me so poorly and badly. I was just a mess. I was, and I don't blame Brian at all. Brian is just a sweet guy. Um, I'm not going to tell his story, but um, he got into it later after a divorce, is very hard for me to talk about. Um, I'm still getting choked up right now, but that was very hard, but it was also very, it was a learning experience for me to recognize that that wasn't love, that I did not need that. I didn't need to go home with Mr. Awesome that week and hey, tie me up and, you know, just spank me a little. No, I recognized that that was not love, that I did not need that. It didn't feel good. Now that's for me. There's some people in this lifestyle, they're doing all kinds of things. I'm not going to say it's crazy because, you know, to each their own, but um, they're doing all kinds of things. And I recognize that's not for me. So that was very healing in a very traumatic way that was healing for me. It opened up my eyes to, again, to remember that this was an act between a man and a woman that is beautiful. It was consensual. There is trust. There's communication. This feels good. That doesn't feel good. Hey, that hurts. Stop that. And that person stops. And that person doesn't keep going. There is no shame. That person's not making you feel less than. Okay, I needed a moment. So that's part of my story. But if you 
what I want you to get out of this is if you are in a situation where you don't feel you have power, where you aren't able to voice your opinion or, hey, this doesn't feel good, that's not consensual. Um, I'm going to dive into sexual abuse tomorrow. I, I don't want to do that right now, but I will be diving into that tomorrow. So that's going to be a rough one, too. That's going to include a trigger warning. I appreciate you listening in. Thank you. And I hope maybe this gave you a little clarity on what that is. Maybe you're too much. I don't know. Um, no apologies. I'm just being authentically me, and I can't do that if I don't tell the truth or um, share everything, the dirty, the, the good, the bad, the ugly. If you have any questions about this, this episode, or any others that you've heard, I, I hope you did take advantage of listening to Amanda's, Amanda's story yesterday. is very powerful, and oh my goodness, time just flew by. She's amazing. Um, if you need to reach out to her privately, don't hesitate to message me, and I will be able to share in her, your information with her. Um, but I am on social media. If you found any value in this episode or any of the others you found on here, please do me a favor and share them. You never know who they might impact. And as well, please share the podcast. Do a some review on, let me know on whatever platform you're listening on. I do, again, appreciate that. Take a, a snapshot, a screenshot of an episode and just share that on social media. But I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for tuning in and listening. I'm going to go breathe and discharge and, and recharge. Uh, thank you for all your support. Stay safe and God bless.